Welcome to the Rockwell ISD podcast, keeping it real with Dr. V. Real. I'm your host, Dr. V, and today we're talking about choice reading with Dr. Amy Anderson, Chief Academic Officer for Secondary, and Doug Frank, Secondary English Language Arts and Languages Other Than English Coordinator. Topics related to educating our most important customers, our students. So let's talk about excellence now. Our vision is our purpose. Why? Because growing others in Rockwell ISD is who we are. Let's talk about innovation. There are opportunities for us to improve. So let's talk about relationships. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Rockwell ISD Podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. Virial. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD, and you can find us on our website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. I'm your host, Dr. V, and today we're talking about choice reading with Dr. Amy Anderson, Chief Academic Officer for Secondary, and Doug Frank, Secondary English Language and Arts and Languages Other Than English Coordinator. Welcome, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Morning. You guys have been busy this summer, I know, preparing for a new school year. But before we get started, what have we done fun this summer? And we'll start with Doug Frank. Um, Well, I actually just got back from two weeks of vacation. My family and I went up to Wichita Falls to Jellystone Park, which is a great park for kids. They had three pools, splash pads, maze, water gun fights, goats, chickens, a fish pond, and we spent three days there swimming, grilling, bringing the fun. dogs. We had an absolute great time. And we just got back from Commerce, Texas last Friday because my oldest son, Lennon, participated in the regional track meet. Awesome. Where he ran the 400 meter and the 800 meter for his first time ever. So Yeah, it's been pretty warm, too. And, and uh, glad he had a chance to do that. And you guys had a chance to get away. Dr. Anderson, how's your summer? Oh, it's awesome. You know, my kids go to every camp available. The agenda is keep them as busy and as tired as possible. Totally get it. <laughs> um, but we just got back from the beach where we just built sandcastles all day and had a great uh, family time so lots awesome. of fun this summer awesome awesome well it's good to see you guys and we have an opportunity to do a podcast here doug talk a little bit about your background you coordinated the secondary english language arts talk a little bit about your background how you got here well i have spent 15 years in the classroom be- before i became the english language arts coordinator i taught middle school for seventh and eighth grade and then i moved up to high school where i taught 11th and 12th grade I was the department chair at the high school as well. I've had a a wide experience with students of different backgrounds and different experiences, teaching AP, teaching dual credit, teaching on level experience as well. And then I joined Rockwell ISD actually last July, I believe July 2nd of 2018 was my was my first day. So I've been with Rockwell ISD for an entire, entire fantastic, wonderful, empowering year. And Dr. Anderson, you ton of experience here. Been in Rockwell ISD a long time. Can you talk a little bit about your past here? Absolutely. And, you know, I can't believe I'm starting my 20th year in Rockwell ISD. But talking about this topic, I think back to I was a reading teacher in middle level grades and just really had a passion for that and especially that age of kids. And so this topic today is, is close to my heart and became a principal for 11 years and then have been working with both elementary and secondary while I've been at Central Office. Well-rounded experience, K through 12, elementary administration along with teaching, and now um, not only being successful with the opening of Dr. Gene Burton College and Career Academy and all the new programs there within, um, been pretty busy for you on the K through 12 spectrum Absolutely. this past year. Absolutely, a lot of great experiences. It's 
it's great to, to see all the accomplishments we've done together. Well, it, it, it's great to have passionate leaders um, working for our students and, and our internal customers, our teachers. And the thing we want to deliver is high quality and excellence for our students and our community as it relates to instruction. And today we want to kind of talk about some of the initiatives that we have at the secondary level in terms of reading and writing. Um, somewhat innovative, I think, as, as we deploy Readers and Writers Workshop at the secondary level, correct? Can you talk, correct. talk a little bit about uh, where we're headed and what, what the outcomes um, that we hope for for students? Yes, absolutely. So I've, we've spent the past year exploring how can we engage students with reading and, and, and writing more so that they can have more success in school and also more success after high, high school as well and come across many other districts in Texas that have been implementing a Reader's Writer's Workshop, which embraces student choice in both reading and writing, embraces the student's voice, and what you come to find out is when students have more choice in reading and writing, their academic success in, in, increases. Um, so we brought in someone to help train our teachers in the spring. Um, all middle school teachers were trained in January and, and, and February with a portion of our high school teachers as, as well. In the summer, our high school teachers were trained as well, and we have spent this summer as a, as a curriculum team impl Im implementing the, the work, work workshop as well with the intent of fully implementing workshop um, in all English language arts classrooms, grades seven through through 12. You know, and the big thing with choice reading, I know Dr. Anderson went through a textbook adoption. The state Across the state mm -hmm. of Texas, English was um, on the adoption um, cycle there. And um, rather than going with traditional purchases, um, it sounds like we've purchased a ton of, of literature. Um, can you talk about the difference there? Absolutely. And one of the big questions that we asked ourselves as we were going through that textbook adoption is, why is there such a sharp decline in the motivation for kids to read as they enter into those middle school years? And we looked at um, kind of the format that kids have as they grow up where they have a lot of choice and they're motivated. And so at a time when just in their development, they're really seeking choices and ownership in their life, we felt it was important to give them that in their reading as well. And so it really was the perfect timing with this adoption coming and giving us the opportunity to give this a try. So I'm a former English teacher, taught ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade. American folklore was something I was always interested in. Steinbeck and, and Shakespeare and things like that. Can you, can you talk a little bit about will students still be engaging in those type of traditional literature pieces or how does choice um, meet the needs of our students and, and their interests today? Yes, and um, I come from a, a, a similar background as well where I very much embrace a lot of the classic text and that is not going away. What we're bringing in is also more contemporary relevant text to students because if we just give them classic reading, we come to find out that students are not as engaged with that. However, if we're trying to actually build the students as readers by giving them choice and more contemporary text, the engagement increases. And what happens as well is the students are more willing to read the more difficult text. So we're not completely taking everything out that has worked in, in, in our district and in, in our schools. What we're doing is we're bringing in more. What, 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 can, what can we do better? How can we increase the student choice? Yeah, I think it's a great idea, and, and what we want to do is increase reading overall for our students. W what is the impact? The more I read, the more 
What's, talk, talk about some of those upsides, those benefits. You know, all the research talks about that the, the better reader you are, the, the more you're going to be successful, in, of course, in your standardized testing, but of course, in all your other subjects. Um, it's a lifelong thing to be a reader as you enter into college, as you think about your career. Um, it, statistics tell us that if you just spend, you know, 10 minutes as an adult reading content related to your professional growth, the the impact of that is amazing as far as your improvement so if we could teach kids that just with a little bit of time a day reading and I think Doug has some some stats about that about as they grow up even 20 minutes a day as a parent I can do that I can do 20 minutes a day Mm -hmm. now don't ask me to to get my kids to to read an entire novel in a week but 20 minutes a day is very doable and the impact is is proven right with 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 20 minutes a day if a student reads for 20 minutes a day that is a year of 3,600 minutes spent reading. And that is over a million words that the student encounters when reading. So if you think about that, when we think about the vocabulary growth of a student, the number one way a student can learn vocabulary and improve their vocabulary, both a reader and a writer, is by the reading 20 minutes a day. And it builds the endurance of, 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 of a student. So if you wanna talk about high, high performing on test, the endurance of a student to go through a four a four hour test. The reading life of a student helps build the found, found, foundation for that. Right, great point. Something for all of us to consider, you know, t- as lifelong learners, things like that. One of the things we pride ourselves on it's not just the thinking for improvement or continuous improvement in Rockwell ISD, but we pride ourselves on the same effort happening with the implementation. Um, um, sometimes in the thinking, if you don't think through the implementation, you, know, you don't actually accomplish what you set out to accomplish. So for us, what are some of the things that we're doing for implementation of um, Reader Writers Workshop? Let me jump in right, because I want to compliment Doug on this. One of the things that has been a priority for him is having the input of teachers from the very beginning. Just asking them, you know, what have you heard about this? What do you know? What are your fears? What do you need? And as we move forward through this process, a big part of the timeline is checking in and getting feedback from teachers and making sure that they are successful and they have everything they need to to make it work. So compliments to you on that before you answer that question. Well, thank you. Yes, when we first started this last October, I invited teachers from every from every campus to join me on on, on this journey. We traveled down to Clear to, to to Clear Creek ISD, a school district that has been having tr- tremendous success with workshop, and the teachers were able to see it see it in in action. And then they became the ones who went back went back to the campuses and shared that story. So much of what we did was laying the groundwork of sharing with teachers what does a workshop mean. And then when we brought in a very highly qualified trainer who brought in two days of training for every teacher where they saw actual practical use of what this looks like in in, in the classroom. Because the teachers embrace choice reading, they just need to know how do you teach a classroom of students who are all reading different books. And when we change our perspective and understand that we're no longer teaching a book, but we're teaching skills, that helps the teachers understand the process. So throughout the process, every step of the way, I've been getting feedback from from teachers. And as we've been rewriting the curriculum documents, we've been thinking, 
what will a teacher need if a teacher walks into Rockwell ISD who comes from a district that hasn't done as much choice reading how can we create the resources that's going to support that su support that teacher and I applaud the teachers because this is a district of teachers who are eager for something new and different and the administrators as well everybody is on on board I think it speaks so highly of this district that we are all for the same goal of what is best for 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 the students yeah we definitely pride ourselves on respecting our internal customers the teachers and adding value in the continuous improvement process always comes from those that are with value 90 percent of the time values our kids mm -hmm. and so i've been excited from the outside looking in watching all the trainings that have been occurring i was a part of you know or at least visited some of the trainings when we did have our our trainer here and um, look forward to that implementation um, as we move into a a new 2019-2020 school year. Um, so excited about that. I do have some rapid fire questions for you as we move to the next segment. And um, you guys don't know what these questions uh, are, so uh, we're gonna uh, have some no. fun with trouble. an English coordinator and, <laughs> and our chief here. And um, so what are some books you're currently reading? I'm reading Where the Crawdads Sing. Sing. Ditto. Where they sing. sing. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm currently reading that. I think okay. it's the, kind of the hot book of the summer. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. I'm also reading a book on how to build chicken coops because after we went to Jellystone, we decided <laughs> that we're going to start having chickens at our house. I, that, that is an area of interest right. for you. And hopefully wow. you're reading 20 minutes a day to, to get I to am. a million words there at some point. Every morning when I wake up, I'm reading with a cup this of coffee. This is a blog and every topic night. for yes. sure. Yes. So imagine you're in English class today. Uh, what would you go, uh, what would be your go-to book for choice reading? Anything by Kurt Vonnegut would be my book for choice reading because it's funny, my dad is the person who introduced me to Kurt Vonnegut when I was in high school and that changed my entire life. It changed my course. So mm. that would be my go-to book. So if you had a bucket list, okay, every one of us has a bucket list. What's one item that you would have in your bucket list that you want to accomplish? Mm. Mm. That's that's a. I didn't didn't mean to, to that, get an, there's two, an AP answer here. There's two <laughs> that are coming to mind: either traveling outside of the country or playing music again. I grew up playing guitar, and um, I've kind of veered off from that. And I would love to have an experience again. Man, he, he kind of stole mine because honestly, playing really learning. I can play a couple of chords, but learning to play the guitar is probably something I'm going to do in the next year and would you sing when you play the guitar I, as well? I, in at home I know you have a background in, in, in music. my personal back porch where no one can hear me see my wife can sing so a lot of times at night i'll play guitar she'll sing like after the kids go to bed that's one of our favorite things well, I, to do. I feel like i can sing i'm not sure that everybody would agree but <laughs> um favorite movie okay i think big with tom tom hanks mm. big and back Back to the Future, two of my favorite movies of all time. When Harry Met Sally and <laughs> oh, Simpson yeah, Sensibility. Yeah. 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 I, I probably, you know, I don't know why, but Million Dollar Baby gets me every time. Oh, oh that's a great movie. It just gets me every time. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's this episode of the Rockwell ISD podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. Virial. And I'm your host, Dr. V. And I want to thank my guests, Dr. Amy Anderson, Chief Officer for Secondary, and Doug Frank, Secondary ELA, LOTE, Language Other Than English Coordinator. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD. And you can find us on our website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. 
Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Until then, I'm Dr. V. So let's talk about excellence now. Our vision is our purpose. Why? Because growing others in Rockwell ISD is who we are. Let's talk about innovation. There are opportunities for us to improve. So let's talk about relationships.